Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad that you're tuned in to Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley, and I'm with you for this next hour to take your questions and your prayer requests. I'm so blessed that you've joined us, and uh, however you're listening, perhaps you're listening on Grace FM, all along the Front Range in Colorado and up in the southern Wyoming. You're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon. Pray that you're blessed and you're doing well. Of course, we're all getting ready for, in two days, is Thanksgiving, and it's a very special week for us as Christians. We are very thankful for the salvation that we have, for forgiveness of sin. We're grateful to the Lord for so many things. So one of the things that I usually like to do uh, as I've host Calvary Live for oh, beginning of the year, it's going to be seven years. Um, I'd like to have you, if you'd like, just call in and tell me what you're thankful for, what really has uh, been on your heart and mind this year about being grateful to the Lord, uh, the works that He has done uh, in your life. The psalmist writes in Psalm 107, Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. So we always have a reason to rejoice, even in the difficulties and through the challenges and distressing times, because we have the Lord and he's true, his word, and he desires to comfort us and to uh, just remind us of his love that he's with us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. So if you call in today, you know, feel free to call in and and just uh, let us know what you're grateful in the working of the Lord in your life this year, what has stood out and what's on your heart and mind. So welcome everyone who's listening live on um, Grace FM today on this Tuesday afternoon, the 23rd of November, and uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Eve. We're having a Thanksgiving Eve service uh, where we are going to have a family service and give thanks to the Lord and then we're going to have a pie social. So those of you in northern Colorado, you're welcome to come join us for that. And uh, always look forward to that service. And and also want to welcome all those who are listening in online as well, maybe on the Grace FM um, mobile app or perhaps the website you're listening live, wherever you're at in the country. You can call in at that number you just heard at the beginning of the show, the live in the live call the call in number uh, for you to call is three zero three six nine zero three thousand, and so grab one of those open lines. Grab it early. Uh, that's the best way to do it because it usually starts to fill up later on in the show. The hour goes by very quickly, so as soon as the phones start ringing, we'll go to the phone lines. Again, that call in number is three zero three six nine zero three thousand. We got all open lines. And then, as you know, the text line is another means for you to be able to text in a question or a prayer request, and that is 720-336-0897. I also want to welcome those who are listening in on Hope FM and Truth FM and 
radio by grace uh, out on the East Coast and throughout uh, much of the country, particularly in the South. Uh, you are week delayed as you're listening on those radio networks, but you can call in and talk to somebody. We'll have our conversation, and then it will air next week. So that number works for you anywhere in the country where you're at. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Got all open lines. Love to talk to you. Uh, ask your questions about the Bible. You can uh, you know, uh, ask for prayer. You can, uh, again, I'd love to hear what the Lord has put on your heart to be thankful as we enter into Thanksgiving in the Christmas season. I really pray that you are refreshed as we are in this season of Thanksgiving and Christmas and then New Year's, uh, because it has been a challenging year for a lot of us. It's been difficult. It has been, uh, again, just dealing with not only the COVID, but everything else. Uh, that uh, goes on in life. And and so uh, I pray that the Lord really just ministers to your heart, gives you peace, gives you comfort, gives you uh, just that heart of rejoicing. And I know that over the last couple months, it has been uh, challenging in some ways to me and, and just really praying for the Lord just to give me that rest that he desires and that comfort and and peace this holiday season to slow down and be able to just be uh, uh, just just focusing on Him and just receiving from Him, and that's what I pray for all of us. So we got a couple open lines. Give me a call three zero three six nine zero three thousand, and let's go to Rick in Aurora. Rick, yes, uh, Pastor. Hey, welcome to the program. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, I'm calling for uh, express my gratitude for uh, Grace FM. My job is uh, driving, and every oh. time I on the road, I'm uh, tuning on uh, Grace FM, and I learn a lot of uh, about the scriptures. And then I heard about yes. the First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eighteen. Yeah. Be grateful, be thankful for any circumstances, because it's God's will to Jesus Christ for us. And I have, thank you very much, uh, Pastor, for all of you, you doing a good job and teaching us about the Bible. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your call, Rick. And it's so grateful for you guys that are out driving trucks and, and delivering things. And uh, we're very grateful for you as well. you got a very important part. Uh, in our lives, we don't always think about. Uh, but I, I am, you know, I've heard so many testimonies of guys up here, whether they're in the oil fields or whether they're uh, driving trucks uh, for the harvest up here or FedEx or, you know, deliveries, whatever it is, that they have the opportunity to be able to listen to Grace FM and what a blessing it is. So I'm glad that you're being blessed in that way. So, hey, Rick, you have a great, great Thanksgiving, okay? God bless you. Yeah. And also, I'll add for my uh, family also, I'm grateful for my four yeah. wonderful grand, uh, children and nine grandchildren. Thank you very much. Oh, Rick, you are blessed. You know, nine grandchildren. Now, I, I've raised four kids, and I got my first grandchild coming. Um, and oh, I am, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> and, uh, but you're blessed to have nine of them. 
And uh, so I appreciate you calling. Yeah, family is so important, isn't it? What a blessing. Hey, Rick, have a blessed Thanksgiving. All right. God bless you. Be careful out there driving. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Our children are a blessing, aren't they? And and we have grandchildren. And I know those of you who are grandmas and grandpas, uh, that you would say amen to that. And looking forward for my first grandchild. It is due here in March. And... Looking forward to that and spoiling her big time. So maybe you guys can give me some advice on that. So very thankful for family. Family is precious. And, you know, I feel very blessed um, because I, I'm a part. I got a family that I love, my kids, my family, um, my immediate family. God has been so good to us. I'm also very thankful for my church family here at Calvary Chapel. Uh in January, it'll be 26 years that Sue and I loaded up two small kids, and we came up to Greeley here and started a church and bought a, a, a just an old wooden stool at the old Hewham Wood store. I remember doing that and had a cheap guitar that we bought at the guitar store here in Greeley and a Bible. That's what we started with, and just excitement and the leading of the Lord and so grateful for what he has done. Uh, in nearly 26 years and allowing us to be in this community, to be in Colorado, to relationships that we have, the family um, that we have here at Calvary Greeley, all the people that we've known. We're just so grateful for that. So uh, very, very grateful. Um, We got one open line. So when somebody hangs up, uh, you know that you can call in and we're going to continue with the phone lines. 303-690-3000 is that number. And let's go to Ashley and Thornton. Ashley? Ashley, are you there? Okay, Ashley had called. Ashley, if if you can call back, I'd love to, to have you call back. Is she, is she there or not? So if not, we'll go to Antonelle in Colorado Springs. Antonelle? Hi, yes, I'm here. Uh, okay, who am I talking to? My name is Antonelle. Oh, thank you for calling, Antonelle. I appreciate it. Thank you for go having ahead. me. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I'm just really thankful for my family um, who has supported me and helped me. In this time, I'm going through um, a child custody case. I'm fighting for my daughter in court. Um, and my dad and my sister have been um, there for me just in things that, that I needed in this time. Um, and I'm so thankful for my job and for um, supportive uh, a supportive manager. I'm, I'm so thankful that I have that because in my past jobs, um, I haven't felt very supported. So I feel super mm-hmm. grateful that um, I have that support. And I'm so grateful for the work that I do. Um, I do good work. I'm a medical assistant. Um, and then I just feel so grateful for and thankful for a strong spirit um, that um, I know it's a gift from, from God, and I'm thankful for what He's done um, for us so that we can walk in victory. I'm so thankful yeah. for His Word. Yeah. Isn't His, you know, uh, to have the Holy Spirit in our hearts— guiding us and strengthening us and giving us wisdom. Isn't that, it's just a wonderful gift from God. 
you know, and it's an amazing thing when I really think about God who dwells in our hearts and, you know, to, to give us the power to live that life that he wants us to live and to have the joy and peace that he desires for us to have and to, you know, have that support at work that's so important. And I want to thank you, Antonelle, for, you know, as your medical assistant, all those who are in the medical field um, in any capacity, whether it's in the nursing homes, in the hospitals, in the medical clinics, thank you guys for what you do because I know it's been a really hard season for you, continues to be, and I'm just amazed um, at just uh, those who are working so hard in so many different fields, not just with COVID, but uh, helping those who have need, and I thank you for that as well. So God bless you, and and uh, yeah. I'd like to pray for you as as you're dealing with the custody battle. As Lord, I just pray for Antonelle. I just pray that uh, you continue working in her life, growing her, for the Word of God to just uh, really be uh, taking root and producing fruit in her life uh, as she applies it to her life, that uh, as she has the Spirit of God in her to continue to grow uh, in, in every way. And I just pray for the, the, the custody battle. Lord, you know everything about it. And I just pray that you would just bless, that you would uh, work, um, and that you would, uh, Lord, just be with Antonelle. Just, I thank you for her. she has support in her job. She keep doing the good work that you've called her to do. Bless her this Thanksgiving and this Christmas season. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless, God bless you. You have you. a good you have a good Thanksgiving, okay? Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. You as well. God bless. Uh-huh. Okay. Got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Give me a call. You can ask a question if we got prayer requests or if you'd like to the as the first few callers have called just to express what they're thankful for this Thanksgiving season and maybe something stands out in your heart in your mind that you just want to say thank you um, and love to hear from you. So give me a call, 303-690-3000. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Howard in Fort Collins. Howard? Hi there. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So I have a question for you. Uh, maybe appropriate mm-hmm. coming up to Thanksgiving. I don't know. I like turkey. I like to eat turkey. And uh, yeah, me too. my question is about the circle of life. Did did uh-huh. God create prey and and predators at the beginning? Did he were were predators more uh, were not not really designed to kill? Some people uh, have recently said that uh, there was no shedding of blood before the fall. Right. So I'm I'm just wondering, you know, yeah. were, were, was the circle of life created at the beginning, or was it as a result of the fall? Well, and it's a good question, because the indication given to us is that, you know, when Adam was in the garden, he created uh, everything, and he said it is good, and created Adam, and said it's very good when he created man. And he told Adam that, you know, don't eat of that tree, we know the story, or you shall surely die. So the indication is is that there was no death before that. Um, so, you know, there's no indication that, you know, they ate turkey or deer or anything, you know, domestic animals, anything like that, till after the fall. And after the fall, then death came. Uh, because the Lord said to Adam that if you do eat of that tree, 
you shall surely die. And then as a result of the the fall, it seems to indicate to us that's when um, that, you know, um, death came to man, a fallen creation. And we also know, I believe if you read in Genesis as well, um, when you read that Noah comes out of the ark, he gets some instructions as well about um, you shall be uh, the dread of you. Let's see. He he goes on and he says whatever. Uh, he, he talks to him about multiplying, be fruitful, multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth, multiply it. So you can read that in chapter 9. Uh, and, you know, that's when we started eating meat, domestic animals, all that stuff. It, it is interesting that um, the very first evidence that we have of any death of animals is when uh, when Adam sinned. Of course, Eve and Adam were in the garden; they were naked, and then when they sinned, they they you know hid themselves. And the Lord would make animal skins for them. So to make animal skins, something had to die at that point, and so that's the first record of an animal dying that I see in the scriptures as well. What is interesting, too, Howard, and you brought this up, and maybe you're not interested in this, but in the millennium reign of Christ, it talks about the lamb will lay down with the lion. Um, so I wonder, what is it going to be like in the millennium reign? <laughs> you know, um, is there going to be eating of that meat and animals? Um, you know, all those things. Uh, I, I'm like you. I'm, I like turkey. <laughs> I like meat and stuff. Um, but that's going to be interesting in the future, in the millennium reign, and then, of course, um, in the new heaven and the new earth. Uh, what will that be like as well? Okay. Well, I appreciate it. So, so did, have you ever thought about, you know, what, what, what would a lion have been like at creation, or did a lion change? You know, it seems like all predators yeah. have their eyes in the front of their, their head, where they can yeah. see well and track well, and prey all have the, their eyes on the side of their head. So. Yeah. Uh, did, did that change, or was that created from the beginning? You know, do do plants yeah. fall into the same category? Did 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 Adam and Eve eat plants before, or, or yeah. does that does that not count as death? Well, we and, know they ate fr- fruit. You know, we know that, and they ate of the wrong fruit. But those are interesting questions. One of the resources, Herod, that you might look at is uh, answers in Genesis. They got articles all over. Uh, that website that if you go to Answers in Genesis, Ken Ham, they got all kinds of articles on those kinds of subjects. But you're asking good questions, and you're asking some questions that I never really even thought of. You know, what was the lion like? What was the, you know, um, the predators like? Um, there's no indication that before the fall that they they did kill, but was it different? Were they uh, physically different? Uh, all those things. So you might find some good resource and good reading on that in Answers in Genesis with Dr. Ken Ham. And they've got all kinds of articles. Yeah, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, Howard. Happy Thanksgiving. You have a great Thanksgiving, too. I appreciate you calling. All right. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Good question. Didn't think about some of those things. Text line 720-336-0897. Send me texts. Uh, love to get to those text questions uh, as well. G- give me a call. If you got a question, prayer request, or you'd like to just express what you're thankful for this Thanksgiving season. In the meantime, let's go to, to Cali in Pueblo. 
Is it Callie? Hi. Hi. Yes. You're on. You're on the program, Callie. I just want to make a prayer request for my mom. Um, she was recently diagnosed with lupus this year, and our family's kind of been on like the rock lately. So we're trying to get together for her. I just hope that the prayers help get her yeah, to come absolutely. through. Absolutely. And you said she has lupus. Yeah, it's progressing okay. really fast. So. Uh, I'm so I'm, I'm so sorry. And Father, I do pray for Callie for her mom diagnosed with lupus and is progressing. Uh and Lord, we just pray that you would uh you're the great physician and, and you invite us to come and give our petitions and give our request to you. And so right now, as Callie calls, she's calling for her mom that she loves. And Lord, it's hard to see our loved ones that are afflicted with a disease or sickness. And Lord, I just pray for your mercy and grace to be upon her, that you would slow the lupus, that you uh, just strengthen her body, uh, that you would um, stop the disease. And Lord, I just pray that you'd help Callie and her family minister to their mom. But Lord, we just pray for your touch, for your healing, for your strength in her um, and Lord, we just pray that you, they would see you working in such incredible ways, uh, not only physically, but spiritually, um, emotionally, because uh, it can be all tied together. And uh, Lord, I just pray for uh, you to intervene, for you to touch, for you to heal. And I just pray that you'd bless their Thanksgiving and their Christmas season in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you Callie, so much. You're welcome. And thank you for calling. And you have a blessed Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. God bless. Okay. Okay. You keep in touch. Okay. 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines. So give me a call. Love to talk to you. Text line 720-336-0897. Grab one of those open lines. Ask a question. Give a prayer request. And I'm sure that that many of you got prayer uh, requests and things that are on your heart this Thanksgiving and as we enter into the Christmas season. Love to just pray with you and just encourage you. And what a blessing it is that we can all join together in prayer and go to the throne of grace, as Hebrews chapter four tells us, in time of need. And uh, also to be able to just call and tell me what you're thankful for and. That's uh, so what we're going to do with Sam is he is on line three. Sam from Westminster. Sam, you're on the program. Hi, Pastor Jeff. How are you? I'm good. Um, I, I have a lot to be thankful for, but today I'm thankful for great teachers like yourself. Okay. Um, my family and I used to attend your meeting um, over 20 years ago when we lived in Greeley. Wow. Um, and now I have access to you uh, on my daily drive home. It's so good to hear you. Um, I'm just grateful for teachers that are just continuing to be grounded in the Word. I know it's not easy uh, with all yeah. the pressures and stressors of life and, and the way that the world is constructing itself. And so I'm just thankful for you, for good pastors, for good teachers. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate the call. And Man, that just that blesses my heart to hear from somebody that, you know, when we started over, you know, we've been here, we'll be here 26 years in January when, uh, <laughs> as I said, the beginning of the show, we came up with the uh, just a cheap guitar, a Bible, and 
a stool I sat on in her home and we just opened up her home. You know, Sam, we knew nothing about nothing back then. And um, you could probably attest to that if you came over 20 years ago. But, you know, God has been so good to us. And it's been such a privilege to be able to minister, to be on the radio, to to see that people come to Christ, growing in the Word of God. It's just an amazing thing. And it blesses me when I hear, you know, from somebody like you that that continues to be blessed. And what a privilege it is. And, and Christian radio is so important and it is challenging in the days that which we're in in ministering because these last two years have been so different. I mean, it's always a challenge uh, to to pastor to minister, but man, the last two years have been really challenging in different ways, and not just with the pandemic trying to you know you know maneuver around it and figure out what to do and all these things, but also just our culture. It's getting darker out there. It's getting, um, you know, more dire. It is perilous times. Uh, We see those signs that are just all around us that are telling us that the Lord's coming soon. So it's difficult days to minister, but it's also, you know, just exciting days as well because, you know, Sam, he has us here for such a time as this uh, to be light. And I really, that's what's on my heart to encourage people, keep focused on the Lord this Christmas season um, as we enter into a new year, because I also believe what makes it hard to minister today is that you can get caught up in a lot of distractions. There's a lot of distractions in the church, a lot of things that we can get our eyes off of, but I want to keep teaching the Word of God. The undefiled Word of God is what we need more than anything. So I appreciate your comments you calling, let me know that you came, you know, uh, years and years ago. And um, I just pray that you have a blessed Thanksgiving. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. Um, those uh, youth ministry on Friday nights on 8th Avenue with my two younger brothers, um, th- those were times when I don't know if I was entirely open to Christ and His leading, but I'm telling you, your ministry and the staff that you had, um, it was instrumental in terms of I'm living my life today. Um, I I do Mm -hmm. have one prayer request. Um, Mm -hmm. My aunt was uh, recently diagnosed with stomach cancer. Uh, This is her second bout, um, and she's going through chemotherapy. And so I was able to visit her in New Jersey a couple weeks ago. And on Sunday morning, we gathered around the television and streamed one of your services. And um, again, she remembers you because uh, she used to attend uh, the meeting when uh, she was in town. And so it's so wow. awesome to see that. And so if I could request prayer for her, I appreciate it. Tell me her name. Her name is Maria. Maria. Okay. Father, we pray for Maria. I thank you for Sam. Just a great encouragement as he's called me. And and um, Lord, just I just pray for Maria as she's dealing with stomach cancer, that you would just touch her body and just stop the disease and bring healing and strength. And Lord, I thank you that Sam was able to go out there and minister to her and to be able to, to watch our, our um, service. And Lord, I thank you for his encouragement, but Lord, we do pray for Maria. We just pray for your healing upon her and strength and encouragement. May she just sense your presence and comfort in a very real way. And we pray this in Jesus name. Amen.
and amen. Amen. So, Sam, I want to ask you something real quick. I don't know yes. if you remember that when we came up, and I I had Barbara and I had Luke, and Luke was about one years old when we started. So I don't know if you remember our kids, Luke. Um, I do remember just, them. Well, I do remember them, and they're they're probably the age of my ten year old daughter now. Um, is is what I can recall, and so um, well, yeah, I Luke, do remember them, and they were such a blessing to have around, and yeah. I didn't know well, at Luke's, that time I was going to be a dad, so. Yeah. Well, well, Luke's Luke's now doing youth. He's he's the youth pastor. So I just oh, wanted to pass incredible. that. Along. <laughs> anyway, Sam, thank you. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. We'll be praying for your aunt. Hey, you hear the music? Uh, we got a couple open lines. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. It's the only break of the show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. You just heard those two numbers that you can be a part of the show, the call-in number and then the text number. So I invite you to give us a call. I believe we got an open line, 303-690-3000. People are calling and either just asking questions or giving a prayer request, and then also just uh, expressing what they're thankful for and just had a great conversation with an old friend, Sam, um, that uh, went to our church over 20 years ago. What a blessing. Thank you, Sam, for calling. What a great encouragement. Uh, As I said earlier, what I'm thankful for is for my Calvary Chapel family um, and being a part of Calvary Chapel, the ministry of Calvary Chapel. Um, I've been a Calvary Chapel pastor for almost 30 years and I'm very, very grateful for the ministry of Calvary Chapel, for the commitment to God's Word, um, to a commitment of just uh, doing ministry through um, the leading of the Holy Spirit, just allowing the Lord to to work in our ministries. I'm very grateful for uh, the pastors that I've had the privilege to know, uh, Pastor Ed, uh, Taylor, um, you know, Eric Cartier, Al Pittman. I've known Al uh, for over 30 years, so many here uh, in this area. Uh, you know, I'm very grateful to you guys, and you guys have blessed my life, and I just want to say that. And uh, it's an honor to just come along and, and minister with you in Colorado to be committed with you to the gospel and the truth of God's Word. Very grateful for your ministries and for your radio ministry, so I just wanted to pass that along. Um, so, um, you know, give your pastor encouragement. Let them know that you're thankful for them, uh, because I know these guys here in Colorado um, that I've had um, relationships with for many years, and they do love their sheep. They care about you. They really are wanting to present to you the Word of God in clarity and simplicity, and um, and so we are blessed for the ministry of Calvary Chapel. So just want to let you know, hey, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Sharon in Longmont. Sharon? Yes, yes. Hello. Thank Welcome you for to the program. Well, thank you for uh, calling. I have, two, I have actually two things. Uh, one is a question over Revelations. So I'm studying it. And... Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have a couple of questions. Uh, well, actually, one right now. 
uh, and it is it has to do with Revelations two, twelve, um, and thirteen, okay. and it's to the church. And is it Pergamum? I, I don't know it's, how to pronounce it's, that. Yeah, it's Pergamus. Per, oh, Pergamum. Yes, I've heard that several times. Anyway, uh, where it's saying these are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. I know where right. you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was put to death in your city, where Satan lived. So my question is, uh, these are the words of him who has the sharp, double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Is that is that Christ? Is Yeah, and what... what what you'll find as you go through chapters two and three, those seven letters to the seven churches, what you can do is you can compare it to the description of Jesus in chapter one that John, as he saw him, as he saw him, the resurrected Lord, in verses um, uh, 14, 15, and 16. And as Jesus is writing these letters, these are the words of Jesus to those seven churches. These things says he who has the sharp two-edged sword. And that correlates with what chapter 1, verse 16 says, that he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. Now we know as we compare it to other scripture, like Hebrews chapter 2 says, that the word of God is like a, a, like a two-edged sword piercing the heart. Um, and so Hebrews chapter 4 tells us that um, the Word of God is like a two-edged sword. In Revelation chapter 19, uh, when we see Jesus comes back in the second coming of Jesus Christ, when he comes back literally, physically touches down on the Mount of Olives, that we see the description given to us that out of his uh, mouth uh, came a two-edged sword, um, and you'll find that in chapter 19. I'm trying to, I just pulled it up, um, and yeah, now out of his mouth in verse 15 goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations. So don't picture it as, you know, swords coming out, um, mm-hmm. but it, it, he's simply going to speak. And at that time, Matthew chapter 25 is going to be the judgment of the nations. So it's, it's giving in verse 12 an attribute of Jesus who is writing this letter to the angel of the church, or that is the messenger of the church of Pergamos. These things says he who has a sharp two-edged sword. Then verse 13, he goes into, I know your works. Now in each one of these seven churches, Jesus says, I know your works. He knows what's going on in those churches, and Pergamos was a place, as he says, that where you dwells, where Satan's throne is. Now there's a debate what exactly is meant by that, um, Pergamus was a center of pagan religion. Um, some believe that it's where Satan's throne is, is because Pergamus had a huge throne like altar dedicated to the Roman god Zeus. Um, you know, it is also believed Pergamus was the center of ancient Babylonian priesthood. Uh, there was just a lot of dark stuff that was there. Um, it was also the political center of the worship demanding Roman government. So that's why mm. it's it's called the throne of, 
of Satanists there. And then he goes on and he talks about Antipas that was particularly that is um, that is mentioned as a faithful servant martyred for his faith in Jesus Christ. And he's encouraged them that you hold fast to my name. You hold fast to my name as he did as well. And so that's what's going on with Pergamos. They were the compromising church. Uh, they had, you know, idols going on, uh, eating things, sacrificed to idols, um, immorality. Uh, they also um, uh, had those who hold to the doctrine, the Nicolaitans, Jesus is which I hate. Uh, Nico means to rule. Laetan, the laity, they had people that were ruling over the people with a heavy hand, all these things. So there was a lot of problems with this church that was going on. Wow. Okay. Well, gee, that's a lot of information in just a few slides. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm taking notes here. So, well, um, it's am- yeah. it's amazing to me. <laughs> Thank you. And, wow. You that, know, that really and Sharon, does. And Sharon, here's the thing that as you go through these seven letters, these seven churches, it can really describe churches that we see even today seven different churches, like the Church of Ephesus, that they were into works, but there wasn't any love for the Lord. He said, you've left your first love. Not that you lost it, but you left it. You need to go back to it. And I remember the first time that I heard that, it was like, that's me, because I was trying to work so hard, earn God's favor and all this. And he's like, "You've, you've left your first love. So we can make application for churches today. We can make mm-hmm. application for our own lives. So that's what I love. These I think these seven letters to the seven churches are so rich because I think, Lord, what would you say to me if you wrote a letter to me? Because you know my works. Mm-hmm. Lord, what would you say to Calvary Chapel Greeley? You know, what would you write to us? And And I think those are good questions to really go to the Lord and allow him to minister to us through his spirit and through his word. So... Good question, well, Sharon. Keep reading. Keep studying. Well, I am amazed because it's uh, it seems like about every other year I I get into the Book of Revelation either through my Bible study at church or through listening to somebody or whatever. But this time uh, I am just amazed at how much I missed doing the the Bible studies mm-hmm. before and how much I'm getting out of it now. It's like every verse is popping out at me. And and like I said, with this, I'm like, okay, Satan on his throne, you know, what is this? But that really does help. And, uh, and I appreciate you giving me the, the Hebrews and Matthew and all of those two, because I know that's all tied together. So thank you. Um, I do have a prayer request. Um, A really good friend of mine, (laughs) excuse me, over the last 50 years is in the process of heart failure. Mm. And she's uh, going to be 85, and she and her husband have been married 65 years. And uh, they're both uh, dealing with dementia simply because uh, her heart uh, has stopped working efficiently and she's not getting the proper Mm. uh, oxygen to her brain. So unfortunately, it has allowed this dementia to really take hold of her, yeah. but um, I've been spending a lot of time with them. They're in a retire or a facility, a memory facility in Boulder, and um, they, 
I know I I am very certain of their salvation. They're both very Good. you know raised in the Lutheran Church and everything, mm-hmm. but they also are you know believers. Yeah. That and I'm not saying anything against Lutherans, please. I didn't mean it like that. But what I'm saying is yeah. they grew yeah. up going to church, and then as adults, they you know personally yeah. asked, asked Jesus into their hearts. So anyway, but um, I I would yeah. like prayer because especially Absolutely. for Jim, it's Gloria and Jim, because of course 65 years of marriage, and then watching his wife's life just slowly ebbing away, and, um, you know, it's it's been really difficult to watch them, but they love each other so much, so it's also been a blessing to me. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, my dad, you know, he died about 12 years ago of dementia, and he had, Mm -hmm. you know, that heart valve that, you know, wasn't working, and, you know, now my mom has it, and I know to see it, and they were married 57 years and, um, you know, there's to see it, the end of age like that is hard. <laughs> but what you're describing to me describes so much of my parents and their love. You know, they, you know, were mom was 19, 18 years old when they got married <laughs> and she misses them. And, you know, in her times where she's a little bit more clear minded, um, she says, I've had a good life. And I miss dad. And, you know, there is blessing. You just keep giving them scripture, keep Mm, praying for them, and they're in the Lord's hand. And, Father, I do pray for glory. And Jim, Mm. as they've been married 65 years and dementia and heart failure, you know, and the end of, you know, being in their 80s, they've had a blessed life. And I thank you for, Lord, just the, the testimony of knowing you and, Lord, the marriage that has lasted for 65 years. Uh, that blesses me just to hear it. And Lord, but I just pray that you bring comfort to them. And Lord, you'd minister to them. Give them peace during this time. And Lord, that as Sharon ministers to her friends, that Lord, that you give her the words to speak. And Lord, give her, Lord, just the strength and the comfort she needs as she goes and sees them. And I just, Lord, pray that all of them would see that you are there and sense your presence and your peace in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. You too, Sharon. Keep in touch, okay? I will. Thank you. Bye. You bet. Absolutely. 303-690-3000 303-690-3000 is the calling number. Give me a call. We've got an open line. Let's go to Alice in Pennsylvania. Alice, Hi, how are you? Welcome to the program. You're on Calvary Live. Thank you. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, happy good. Thanksgiving. You too. Um, so I was just calling for some prayers of encouragement. Um, I've just been praying on something for a really long time that doesn't really seem like it's either going to happen or um, I either have to, like, wait longer. And it's just been very challenging to, like, keep my faith and keep, you know, praying and doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing because I just kind of feel like, you know, I'm, like, forgotten or, you know, my Mm -hmm. requests, like, aren't important. 
So, and I mean, I know it's like Thanksgiving and a time to be thankful, but yeah. sometimes it's just hard. It is. And, you know, I'm sure, Alice, that what it what you're wanting prayer for, you know, when we're waiting on the Lord, that can be such a, a hard time. And and we think, Lord, do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you do you know what's on my heart? Do you are you there? Do you even care? And I want you to know that He does. And there's nothing that will separate His love for you, as Romans chapter eight. And and the thing to remember that He is working in your life. And He says that 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 He who did not spare His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all. How she, he shall not with him also freely give us all things. And the implication there is all good things. And this is where we have to trust in the Lord. Lord, I've been praying for this thing. And he invites us to do that as we are his children. Um, in this chapter, Romans chapter 8, he says that that you have the spirit of adoption where you can cry out, Abba, Father. And sometimes we don't understand, Lord, why? Why am I waiting? Or it seems like you're so distant. Or do you hear me? And he does because he loves you. And he's your father, your heavenly father, where you can cry out, Abba, Father. And if he's not giving you something right now, then then he's saying, wait. And he has maybe something better. Or he's whatever he has in eternity's perspective that that he he does hear you but he is still working don't think that he's ignoring you or doesn't care he does and his love remains and his thoughts towards you are thoughts of peace and not of evil they give you a future and a hope and there's been things that i prayed for and i think lord do you hear me do you know and i've just got to trust in his word that he does hear me that he does want to do what is best and that, Lord, that I can trust you. And here's here's not the hard part, not only trusting in him, but then resting in that. And Alice, that's what he would say, just rest in my love, trust me, look to me, I haven't forgotten about you, and you keep praying, okay? Okay. Thank okay. you. Can I pray for you right now? The Lord knows what you're praying for. Sure. Father, I just pray for Alice. I just pray that... As she's in the season, and right now Thanksgiving, that, um, Lord, she's looking to you, and that you would just um, touch her heart, that you would draw her to you, that she would know that you do care for her, and that you think about her constantly, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give her a future and a hope. Lord, that she can trust in you and rest in your love, that as she waits on you, you promise, you promise in your word that as we wait on you, that you'll be gracious to us, you'll be good to us, you'll strengthen us. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would encourage her, that you given us the very best that is your son and did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, that you shall freely give her also all good things that are for her right now, that you know what is best, and she would be able to just rest in that. And I just pray that you bless her holiday season, and Lord, that you would just minister to her your comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alice, Thank you. you keep pr- 
You keep praying. He sees you. He loves you. Okay? All right. Thank you. You have a good Thanksgiving. You too. Bye. God bless you. You know, sometimes we cry out and and we think, Lord, please remember me. And um, Lord, please visit me. Uh, You know, this is what's on my heart. I'm waiting. and And it can seem like so long. And we wonder if the Lord is there. He's there. And maybe you feel that way this Thanksgiving. Maybe you feel like, Lord, where are you? Why aren't you working? And Or as we pray for others or whatever the case may be, just keep praying, going to the Lord, because he does see you. And and his thoughts are, as the psalmist David writes, are more numerable than the sand on the shores. And, and, um, and he's there. He's there. He hears us. And he's working. And he's always going to continually be with us. He promised he'll never leave us or forsake us. And I hope that's an encouragement to some of you that are listening right now. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And love for you to call. we still got some time in the show. In the meantime, let's go to Nick in Denver. Nick? How you doing, Pastor Jeff? Uh, I'm good. Thanks for holding. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, I just good. got a well. I got a question about um, Israel in the end times coming up here. We know we're in the last days, and I don't know mm-hmm. exactly where the scripture is. I'm in my van um, that says that all of Israel will be saved, and we know that all means all. So, does that mean every Israelite or Jewish person will accept Christ? Yeah, and that's a good question, and it's in Romans chapter 11. Paul's talking about the future of Israel, and, you know, it's interesting that we've been going through the Old Testament, and the Lord uh, over and over again, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, the minor prophets as we go through it, says that he's going to restore the nation. So it's speaking about not only in the Old Testament a physical restoration of Israel, but also speaking of a spiritual restoration. And Paul writes about that. He says, that I don't want you to be ignorant concerning this mystery, lest you be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel. Uh, in other words, there have been those um, Jewish brethren that have come to Christ in the last 2,000 years. So it's not a full blindness, but blindness has come in part to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all of Israel will be saved, that is written. So that's where it's the verse that you're talking about. I've read comp comments on it, and there's some scholars that believe that not every single, you know, individual will be saved, but there will be, for the most part, um, a national restoration, spiritual restoration. Will that include every single Jew? Um, Many believe that not every single one will be saved, but a vast, vast majority of them will be saved. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I got uh, just another quick question, if you could, in First John uh, 2, 2, he says, and he himself is the propitiation with our atonement for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Mm-hmm. Can you expound on that, it was meaning the whole world? Because ours would be believers in Christ, right? Right, and you're right on. And the thing is, he's not talking about universal forgiveness and salvation. It's for those who have come to faith in Jesus Christ. But I think that that verse is very important, particularly to those who hold to the limited atonement that Jesus only died for the elect. 
Um, he only died for those um, who are saved. He died for the whole world. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That, but the the thing is, it's not universal salvation that John is talking about. He He died for the sins of the world, and he took on the sins of the world. He made propitiation, which is the satisfaction. That's what that word means for, you know, sinful man, um, uh, for a righteous God to, you know, accept that sacrifice that Jesus did. But it's for those who come in faith, who receive it and accept it. And we know that that's the gospel message. So uh, that's why I don't hold on to the limited atonement, um, that Jesus only died for a few and for the saved. He died for the whole world. Doesn't mean the whole world's going to be saved, but he did make propitiation not only for our sins, but for the whole world as well. So um, that's what we get from that verse. Right. Kind of like, I guess, if you had a birthday party, send out an invitation to everybody, it's on who wants to respond mm-hmm. and show up to that birthday and participate yeah. in it. Great analogy. Cool. And Jesus even used a couple parables, didn't he? Um, yeah. Talking about those who he went out by and invited them, and he was speaking to the nation of Israel um, when he did that, but then he said that as they didn't come, they made excuses. Then he sent out his servants to go highways and byways to those to come to the the marriage feast. And um, so, yeah, he talked about parables, and it's a good analogy that you just used. Right. And I got just a little, uh, well, not a real praise report, but just uh, I was uh, following a guy today, and I witnessed an accident, and the people were okay. And, you know, just uh, us as Christians, I pulled over, you know, to make sure he was okay, and he ended up not having a cell phone. So just the little simple things that we have as blessings, you know, to for him to call 911. And he was like, no, man, yeah. you can leave, you know, like you have a life too, but it's like, that's what Christ calls us to do is put our life on the side and help others. And so I uh, helped him through the accident, you know, stayed there. uh, And he was so kind, trying to take out his wallet, trying to give me money. And it's like, no, no, man, you know, and then even after the fact, the police showed up, everything, he was going to walk down the street to work. And it's like, I'll give you a ride, you know, and he wanted to, can I get your number? Send you guys a check. And it was just an opportunity to minister to him through the actions, you know, and he was just like, I can't yeah. believe that there's just good Samaritans out there still. And yeah. it was yeah. an opportunity to point him to Christ, and it's like, you know, hey, if you want to yes. do anything to help out, just pay it forward. But mm-hmm. just to him, just to be able to be that light out there and for a yeah. person to see that, you know, just to actually minister through your actions— and your yeah. words, too, you know. Yeah, and I appreciate you telling me that and you know what this afternoon, because it's a great way to end the show. We're in the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we as Christians, you don't know what divine appointments that he has for us during the day yeah. to bless people and to be flexible. And that might mean talking to somebody at the grocery store that just you haven't seen for a while is going through a difficult time. Maybe the Lord puts um, somebody on your heart to just write a note to, um, to encourage them or invite them to a service, you know, Christmas Eve service, whatever it is. But just being flexible what you did, and that is so needed today. And um, to just be able to be used of the Lord, uh, be flexible, 
and how God wants to use us and then to be kind to others. Because I remember it was a couple of weeks ago, I was telling a congregation that um, I, I can't remember exactly where it was. I was checking out the store or something, and I just said to uh, the person that was helping me, I think it was checking out the store, I said, you know, I'm glad you guys are here and keep up the good work. And they said, thank you so much, because we never hear that. Uh, people yeah. are grumpy and complaining, and it shouldn't be that way for us as Christians. Um, right. And we can get so distracted by everything that's going on around us, but to remember that we have opportunity to be light, to to encourage, to bless others, and say, Lord, you know, if you got a divine appointment for me today, just like he did with you, I'm, you know, it blesses me. You stayed there at that accident. You encouraged him. You didn't leave. You gave him a ride. That goes so, you know, such a long ways in being a witness, in it, because it's not just with their words, but it's with their actions as well. And you've heard, um, you know, the saying, Nick, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. And, Amen. And that is so true. And to really reach out with the love of Jesus Christ to open up this door. So I thank you. And, yeah, Father, I, I thank pray you, you too. Oh, go ahead. You bet. Father, I just thank you for Nick and his encouragement and just helping this individual and Lord for his call. I pray you bless everyone here to have a great Thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks, Amen. Nick. Okay, thanks, keep buddy. in touch, okay? All right, God bless All right, you. Happy hey, Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Hey, be thankful. The Lord wants us to be thankful for his marvelous works. God bless you. Looking forward to seeing you or talking with you next time. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.